0: Hi everyone and happy holidays it's rob and this is what's on joe Mind's rack top today we are covering gi joe issue number three by paul Aller and chris evanhouse the story opens at the viper diner in millville missouri roadblock is working undercover as a short order cook through his conversations with customers we learn that millville is a town that was suffering hard times until cobra bought their loyalty with the promise of safety and security however the town is suffering through food and supply shortages because the war has disrupted supply lines and there's only one surviving bridge to cross the Mississippi River and get into town. While this is going on, we see Frontier trying to sneak a truckload of explosives into town. He is stopped by a security checkpoint. His ID is uncovered as false, and Frontier escapes into the river. The Joes are in town to blow the bridge and destroy a military convoy that is scheduled to cross. Lightfoot is also undercover at the diner, and he brings up what happened in Indianapolis. You'll remember the city was destroyed by Cobra, apparently for attempting to resist. Roadblock takes him outside because he's bothering the customers. He pretends to beat up Lightfoot as he tells Roadblock that Frontier's truck did not make it through the checkpoint. We cut to a scene of Cobra troopers going over Frontier's truck. They find only low-level contraband that could be sold on the black market. Apparently the explosives are well hidden. The officer is seen having a video conference with Major Blood who tells him that they need to keep searching the truck, even though that will keep the town from getting badly needed supplies. This is not just a simple smuggler. Next, we see Roadblock going to the Joes' safe house. Frontier has made it back. Tiger and Fadeaway are there as well. Roadblock thinks the mission will be scrubbed because of the loss of the explosives. He's told that Lightfoot has enough to carry out the mission, so the mission is still on. Roadblock is not necessarily happy about that. Blowing the bridge means that the civilians are going to starve because they can't get food and it will be the Joes' fault. The next morning, the Joes are seen getting into position. At the last second, Roadblock leaves his position and takes a supply truck. His plan is to drive it to Millville past the convoy before the bridge goes down, so at least the civilian population won't starve. Frontier orders him to go ahead. He tells Fadeaway that they'll tell Scarlett that Roadblock had permission to change the parameters of the mission, if he makes it. Roadblock just gets the truck across the bridge as it goes down, taking the Cobra military convoy with it. The issue ends with a Viper and a Cobra general watching the report of the lost convoy. We can see that this general is clearly the Baroness. She tells the Viper to bring her major blood. The Viper answers with a, for Cobra. This brings us to the last page where someone answers, yes, for me. And then we get our first look at Cobra Commander. This is a very strong issue. Paul Eller's script does a few things that make this a great story. First, it gives us a look into the state of the country post-war. There are shortages and transportation issues due to the country's infrastructure being damaged by the war. Also, the people of the country are deeply divided. Cobra won the loyalty of towns like Millville by promising jobs and safety. And places like Indianapolis that resisted were destroyed. We also see divisions in the Joe ranks. Roadblock is worried about the cost of the war on civilians. Frontier is focused on beating Cobra. This is war, and the people of Millville sided with Cobra and against the United States. They made their bed, let them lie in it. Plus, we get our first looks at the Baroness and Cobra Commander. They have nice, updated looks, but they are still instantly recognizable. This series continues to impress, and it is jumping to the front of my must-read pile. That's all for the recap. Since we're close to the end of the year, I thought I'd give you a rundown of some of the best things I read this year and offer suggestions on what to read during the holiday break. First, I want to recommend DC's Batman Universe by Brian Michael Bendis and Nick Darrington. This was a six-issue miniseries that just wrapped up. This series was pure, old-fashioned fun. If you're a long-time comic reader, the best way to describe this series is that it's like a run of old-school Brave and the Bold from the 70s. Bendis and Darrington take full advantage of the fact that Batman lives in the DC Universe, and the DC Universe can be a weird and wonderful place. This was a comic that reminded me why I love comics. For Marvel, I'm going to recommend two series, Iron Man and Daredevil. Dan Slott has taken Iron Man back to being that Iron Man that you remember. Tony Stark is running a company, there's corporate intrigue, reoccurring villains, and a strong supporting cast. He's back to doing classic Iron Man and Tony Stark stuff. He's not starting Civil Wars, or running S.H.I.E.L.D., or any of the other out-of-character things that he's been saddled with over the last decade. Daredevil by Chip Zdarsky is a series that is not getting enough attention. Matt Murdock is recovering from serious injuries, and he's lost his edge as Daredevil. He accidentally kills a criminal during a fight as a result. He's wanted by the police and told by his fellow heroes to give up being Daredevil. Matt tries, but he can't sit by while people need help. He has to find a different way. Oh, and by the way, Kingpin is mayor of New York, so have fun, Matt. Last, I want to mention Once in Future from Boom Studios. The myth of Camelot states that King Arthur would return at Britain's Darkest Hour. This book says that Arthur's return is Britain's Darkest Hour. It's up to a college professor and his monster-hunting grandmother to keep this from happening. A fun story from Kieran Gillen and Dan Mora. Issue 5 just came out on this six-issue miniseries. That's all for this time. I hope everyone has a happy and safe holiday season. Enjoy some comics, and until next time, I'll see you at the Comics Rack.